Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the next episode of the Brio in the Box podcast. Back at it. Back at it. Today, we're going to talk about... <clears throat> food, food, but like pseudo food. <laughs> <laughs> Making the best Making of the best. food yeah. when you're outside your house. Yeah. So I travel a ton. <laughs> you travel a ton, especially lately. Ton. My job with CrossFit now and things are picking up and traveling all the time. So I'm frequently away from home and out of my routine. Yeah. And if the theme of... 2022 was anything for us as a family. It was work hard, play hard. Yeah. <laughs> so we were away from home as a family doing fun things as well too. Yeah. So there's times where it's just me traveling. There's times where it's you and I, and then there's times where it's the four of us with our kids. We definitely try to get away for most of the winter and just escape the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get a nice break, but we also like to enjoy the mountains with our kids and yeah. camp in the summer and all kinds of things where we're out and about. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through how we try to try to do our best and keep it together in all those different yeah. tricky situations. Yeah. So first off, when you're staying in a hotel. Yeah. So then like we stay in hotels in Whistler quite often. And the main thing we, we use to, to book is whether they have a kitchen or not, because we've had trips before where there was just, you know, two beds mm-hmm. and it ends up being just a disaster. You know, it's, it's so much harder to eat well consistently when you're, relying on restaurants the mm-hmm. entire time breakfast lunch yeah. dinner oh my god it's and even just cost wise like a place yeah. like whistler and anywhere really like it adds up very very quickly mm-hmm. so we figured you know if even if it's an extra 50 or 100 bucks a night for the the kitchen in the hotel you're gonna save that money on mm-hmm. the food that you're not buying at restaurants yeah totally we there's one place we like that's like nicely located but it's older and grungier but it has kitchen and we're yeah. always like that's our place yeah one of the things that's in my travel bag and i love it it's this little collapsible lululemon bag that just folds up into a little thing with a clip on it so i clip it on the outside of my backpack and then it folds into a decent size shoulder bag that i use for groceries so my first thing when i land pretty much anywhere is to try to find a grocery store and yeah. get my hands on real food yeah when we have the kids with us and we're there for three or four nights like little short trips and stuff Usually the go-to in the grocery bag, ground beef yeah. with a packet of taco spice, a little packet of rice, and usually a jar of bone broth if I can. And then we can usually find like a little salsa, a thing of sour cream, and some shredded cheese. Yeah. And there we have taco bowls. <laughs> that is the overlapping Venn diagram of all four <laughs> of us. We all love taco bowls. <laughs> and it's amazing how often we can eat them. And still, we'll be like, hey, kids, what do you want for dinner tonight? And they'll be like taco bowls (laughs) (laughs) i know like all of us we just eat so many taco bowls yeah so it doesn't take anything very fancy to cook it you just need like a pan to cook the ground beef so you don't need elaborate cooking utensils pretty much anywhere that has a kitchen is going to have a pan and a wooden spoon and that's all you need you don't even need an oven or anything we'll usually pick up some eggs for breakfast eggs and cheese the last time we picked up some breakfast sausages too we actually had an oven at the last place we stayed in yeah so that was like an extra little treat beyond just like a hot plate stove thing it was a good oven too it worked yeah it did it worked well so we made some breakfast sausages and little treat things we like berries blueberries strawberries the kids love whipped cream you and i like that like really thick yogurt Lately, we've been all about this grain-free granola that yeah. I found in BC and I've found it a few other places. Yeah. That's a little bit of crispy coconut, some nuts and seeds, a little cinnamon or maple flavor. Mm-hmm. And so we make a little dessert yogurt bowl. Yeah. Yogurt I would say it's bowls. probably on the you know processed food side a little bit, but it's like better than most, you know? Mm-hmm. It's mostly just nuts and seeds with a little bit of, you know. No flavor. seed oils, it has coconut oil. Yeah. 
and I just use it as a little garnish, like for some crunch on top. Yeah. But to have, you know, like a, some fruit cut up with a little bit of yogurt and a little bit of that granola stuff on there, some peanut butter in there. That's mm. amazing. It's super tasty and it's way better than going and getting ice cream or, yeah. you know. It really, that's like, it hits the spot for me. I yeah. enjoy it as much as I enjoy ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one time we went to the Rocky mountain chocolate company for <laughs> a little after dinner treat. We're like, okay, kids, you guys can each pick out a thing or two. And we all like pick out our stuff and we go and I think, you know, Dash got like a candy apple or something. And we got a few different types of chocolates and whatever. And we go and they like ring us through at the tail and it was like $80. <laughs> I think I want to say like $89. And then you guys walked over. Did we just spend $89 on chocolate? What it the was hell ridiculous. Just it wasn't even, it wasn't like, it wasn't $90 with a chocolate. No, it, it was wasn't like a good. couple of things each. And yeah. it was like just extravagantly expensive like, because it was in Whistler just... Village and it's, you know, oh, it's a big Canadian, Rocky Canadian company. Ooh. Yeah. It so was hilarious. That was silly. Yeah. You don't need to do that. <laughs> like, oh, it turns out each one of those chocolates <laughs> is $8. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of saving money, cooking in the hotel room, yeah. for sure. The kids love whipped cream mm-hmm. with berries. Whipped cream and berries are like they're one of their favorite things. And so I will buy a little one cup of whipped cream, the little small things. And I t- travel with a coffee blender, yeah. a little immersion milk frother, because I like to make my bulletproof coffee on the road. But it has a little whisk attachment, and so I can make small amounts of whipped cream with my little little yeah. blender thing in a bowl, or in a. It actually works really well in a mug. So sometimes I'm making my own whipped cream in a hotel room. It gets everywhere. It, you have to make it in a mug. That's why you can't do it in a regular bowl. Or it just sprays everywhere. As we learned, poor, poor people cleaning the hotel after we leave. Like, why is there whipped cream on the ceiling? <laughs> I hope not for the cream. reason you think. Not we had our kids with us. Not for the reason you think. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so then when we, when we don't have a kitchen or this happens to me more often when yeah. I'm traveling to teach seminars, I will mostly always have a fridge in the room, but rarely a kitchen. Yeah. So then when I land on a Friday night, I, like I said, usually have a rental car. First thing I try to do is go hit a grocery store, but now I'm looking for things that are as close to real food as possible, but don't require any cooking, but I can put them in the fridge in the deli section of decent grocery stores. Usually I can find a little pot roast with an au jus thing on the side. That's just like a big hunk of roast beef. That's my favorite. If I can find that second best is like a roasted chicken. Yeah. Every grocery store has the rotisserie chickens and then some kind of fat to go with it. Usually you can find a decent guacamole in the deli as well. That's like pretty much just real ingredients, Mm -hmm. you know, avocado with peppers, onions, basic stuff. And then, you know, some carrots or whatever's looking good. Again, I'll do like blueberries or sometimes whipped cream or small things of yogurt if I can find ones that don't have sugar. But often the little single packaging ones are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> They're low fat and super high sugar. So that doesn't always work out. Yeah. Where was I last? Victoria, I think I found at a grocery store, a small container of this really thick grass fed Greek yogurt. And it was super delicious. Mm-hmm. So I, this is one of my favorite things. I love poking around <laughs> other grocery stores <laughs> to the point that David knows if we're traveling and he's taking me into a new grocery store I've never been in, it's going to take 30 or 40 <laughs> minutes because I'm going to be like, ooh, look at this. What's down this aisle? Ooh, I look at it. And he's like, can we please just pick up some food? And, and go. even Costco, if we're in a different city and you go to Costco, you have to look down every aisle and be like, it's just Costco. It's the same as everywhere it's else. It's not the same though. They carry at different ones. They carry all kinds of like local stuff and different things. And yeah, I love that. I just, <laughs> I don't know why I love finding different new things. And some of them are delicious. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes nuts, you know, but it's almost all of them are going to have seed oils on them. But if I can find some decent nuts or raw nuts, and then sometimes I'll pick up some RX bars mm-hmm. if I want something just like 
quick in my backpack, like during the seminar, mostly fast all day during the seminars. We're just go, go, go. And I find I stay more mentally sharp to deliver my lectures and stuff that way. But sometimes just in case I like to have a little RX bar in the bag. Yeah. And And a lot of little hotel rooms will have microwaves. Yeah. If they don't, I mean, whatever you can eat Mm -hmm. stuff cold is fine. But often, even if they don't have it in the room, they'll have a little cafe or a restaurant or something below that Mm -hmm. will have a microwave. So if you absolutely have to have your food warmed up, you can, Mm -hmm. but you know, we just try to pick the convenient stuff that's easy to grab and it's still actually meat. It's not just completely processed garbage. Oh, sometimes you can find a good soup. Oh yeah. And sometimes I'll do that. The microwave reminded me of that. But then one time I bought soup and I didn't have a microwave and that Mm. was really sad. It's not good. What's it called? A bisque or something when it's a cold soup? What's that stuff called? Uh, I don't remember. Something fancy. Maybe. Gazpacho is a cold soup. Sure. Gazpacho. Uh, If I have a rotisserie chicken and sometimes you can find a good like creamy Thai soup or something like that, then I'll add more chicken to it. Yeah. That's good sometimes too. Yeah. Okay. So we got the hotel plan. Yeah. Kitchen if you can. Fridge only if you have to try to hit the grocery store either way, mm-hmm. healthier for you, saves you lots of money versus eating in a grocery or eating in a restaurant. Yeah. So getting to the hotel, <laughs> usually the traveling. Yeah. The traveling part is often a tough one, especially with kids. Mm-hmm. So we had a flight recently from Maui mm-hmm. and we were like, okay, we're going to plan ahead and try to avoid the garbage on the airplane or the garbage going to the airplane place. And we decided just to use up a bunch of the food that we had in the hotel or I guess at your condo. And so I made, what was it, like 24 or 30 tacos? <laughs> tacos. And we realized that tacos are the best travel food. Yeah. Way better than sandwiches. Better than sandwiches. So all we do is take these little, they're what, corn? Corn massa. Corn so like, massa tortillas. Yeah. They're just little, little street taco size. Yeah. Put some shredded cheese on there. Put some, you know, we used ground beef with taco spice on it. Mm-hmm. And you just glue it together with the cheese <laughs> and it's good to go. Yeah. And we had 30 of these things in a couple of Ziploc bags. We ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> the kids went crazy. Like we eat these things all the time. The kids love them. Yeah. But it, it was so much more convenient than a sandwich even because you weren't like dropping stuff all over the place. They were like small enough that you could have two or three if you're hungry or just one for a snack if you needed. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, tacos, these types of tacos for sure are the best travel food. I'm trying teaching our kids to cook. And one of the things I always teach them is cheese is food glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So teaching them how to make tacos, you got to have enough cheese in the whole thing because it's going to glue it together. It's going to yeah. glue the meat in, right? Yeah. They were great. Yeah. We also was... made a whole bunch of protein pancakes to go along with them. Yep. David had an entire Tupperware taking up <laughs> most of his backpack of 50 protein pancakes. I made a triple batch. Yeah. When we went to Whistler last, I made a triple batch of our protein pancakes that we do. Yeah. And yeah, they're just like, they're not the type of thing you're going to make in the hotel room, no. but you can make them ahead of time and Mm -hmm. have them ready to go and bring them with you and like they're easy on the plane yeah they're tasty on their own or you can put peanut butter on them or dip them in whipped cream or whatever it's the basic brio plus protein recipe i believe it's crossfitbrio.com slash protein pancakes is the recipe yeah super simple eggs nut butter protein powder you can make them a variety of different ways with either applesauce or pumpkin or a mushed up banana depending on the flavor you want yeah and then baking powder and fry them up and they're awesome Easy peasy. Easy peasy. So yeah, try to be prepared, I guess would be the message there. The hardest thing to find when traveling is protein. Yeah. (laughs) I was sitting in an airport yesterday. Well, I don't know where it was, Toronto. And I was writing a post for one of my classes about the ubiquity of processed food and how it's just everywhere. And I was like, I'm sitting in an airport right now and I'm literally surrounded by nothing but hyper palatable Mm -hmm. processed food-like substances everywhere. 
So then when you're in those situations, it's like your little hunter gatherer instincts have to click on and you're like scanning the environment for what's actually edible and what's actually food and what's actually going to give you the nutrition that you need. And it's a challenge. Yeah. You're picking through a lot of stuff that is slow poison (laughs) where (laughs) out in the wild, it would have been fast poison. But now what we have is an abundance of slow poison. Mm -hmm. And even just the satiety of it all, you know, you know, if you just grab a bag of M&Ms, like that's not to fill you up. That's not going to make you feel less hungry. You're going to feel twice as hungry shortly afterwards. It's just like something sweet that you enjoy. Those are hunger calories. Yeah. (laughs) You're eating hunger. (laughs) Yeah. If you're actually traveling and you're trying to keep it together, don't even, you're better off fasting than you are having Mm -hmm. something like that for a snack or like a neutral green bar or something where it's like zero protein and just a bunch of like empty carbs. Like you're only going to feel worse afterwards. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the ability to fast is like a superpower. I'm glad you brought that up. Having metabolic flexibility or being keto adapted, even if you're not ketogenic all the time, gives you this ability to be like, oh, if I'm in this airport for 12 hours and none of this is food, I'll be fine. Yeah. If I don't eat for, you know, half a day, so at the end of the world, you're not like getting hangry and shaky and life bonking, you know? So that's, that's a superpower in itself. Just go, hey, it's a travel day. I'm going to fast, which is actually great for your immune system when you're traveling and you're maybe exposed to more germs eating sugar is the worst possible thing you could do. It lowers your immune system, decreases your white blood cell count for four hours after the ingestion of sugar. So Mm -hmm. if you don't want to get sick when you travel, don't eat that shit. Yeah. One of my go-tos all the time, but especially in an airport is Starbucks because there's almost always a Starbucks and the Starbucks bacon and Gruyere egg bites. Mm -hmm. Those things I feel like are the closest you're going to find to real food in a fast food situation. Yeah. So two little egg bites, little Starbucks (laughs) things. is 20 20 grams of protein it's eggs and cheese and bacon five grams of carbs so not bad for the two of them and then 24 grams of fat so that's like pretty darn keto right there sometimes i'll get two orders so it's 40 grams of protein and they taste really good they taste really good and they're not crazy expensive they're like six or seven bucks depending on so i feel like that's that's the best i eat a lot of those yeah for sure (laughs) on the road it's always a go-to where i'm like well if nothing else is food get a little americano and a couple egg bites and that'll keep me going get me some protein yeah no sugar in the coffee. No, yeah, of course. No sugar. There's the uh coffee. and there's pretty much a Starbucks in every restaurant or in every airport nowadays. So yeah. it's pretty easy to find. I haven't been in an airport that doesn't have a Starbucks yeah. in a long time. Okay, that brings us to restaurants. So let's yeah. say we're eating out. What's uh, let's start with a nice restaurant. Because yeah. that, you know, often you're out traveling and you're on vacation or you're whatever, you're going to business meetings or something. Yeah. Chances are you're going to go to a decent restaurant. Yeah. Those ones are usually pretty easy. That's actually, yeah, super easy to do. People are like, what do I order in a restaurant? I was like, well, that's the simplest. It's like yeah. steak and veggies. That's easy. Yeah. You don't even have to look like a weirdo for ordering totally. that, right? You're not ordering some special. Can you do this and put the sauce on the side and make it this way and no oil, whatever. You're just like, I'll have a steak and whatever is your seasonal vegetables. Yeah. If you worked out that day, maybe you throw a little rice in there. Usually yeah. some kind of rice pilaf or something is going to be fine. I, we eat a lot of red meat at home. So Mm -hmm. then sometimes when I'm in a restaurant, I'm like, well, I don't, sometimes I want to eat something different and I'll usually try to order something that we don't cook a ton of at home. Yeah. So something like fish, especially if I know I am going to eat something that has some seed oils in it. So I was in Ottawa a couple of days ago. We went out for dinner. Some of the appetizers, I think we had a little crab cake thing. It for sure had, was cooked in some seed oils, Mm -hmm. had a couple bites. So then for the dinner, you try to order something that has some omega-3s. So seed oils are very high in omega-6. You do need some omega-6. It's fine, but they're supposed to be in a balance with omega-3s. Yeah. So then at least I try to keep the ratio closer by ordering like an ahi tuna stack or a piece of salmon or a piece of cod or yeah. something seafoody that's going to have some omega-3s as well. Right. Plus it's just a nice change of pace from 
Eaton steak all the yeah. time. And I don't think many people feel like they're, you know, missing out if they're having a nice steak at a restaurant or no, a that's, nice yeah. salmon or whatever. Like that's It's good, right? Like that's, that's a treat. Yeah. So that's relatively easy and yeah. pretty much any nice restaurant, easy to do. You're going to try to avoid anything that says like crispy or breaded mm. or fried. So even things that are keto in the sense that they're low carb, like chicken wings yeah. are full of seed oils, not ideal. And like bad seed oils, like, like heated and cooled and heated <laughs> yeah. and cooled, like weeks old seed oils, you know, like. Deep fryer is the worst. Yeah. So you're going to try to avoid like pasta or dishes that are heavy on the carbs, like noodles or rice or whatever that are low in the protein. You're yeah. going to try to find like the biggest chunk of protein that you can. Yep. So then like a tier down from a decent restaurant, you're at like a pub, like a, sure. you know, burger joint pub food. Yeah. Navigating pub food where maybe there isn't a steak on the menu, there isn't salmon on the menu. And if there is, it's maybe questionable. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't eat the salmon at a pub. I don't know. <laughs> that one's also pretty easy. You get a yeah. burger, no bun, and I try to add extra protein, whatever's available. So an extra patty, if, yeah. if that's a thing. Sometimes you can add a bacon or a fried egg. I love burger and fried egg. Yeah. A little avocado for some extra fat. Yeah. Avoid any like the seed oil, like mayo, saucy dressing. Um, and even if you have a little bit on there, it's like it's not the end, of the, the end of the world, right? Yeah. So, so if you can do two patties with like bacon and fried eggs and some guacamole or something on there, like again, I feel like that's amazing. Also delicious. That's yeah. Super tasty. <laughs> yeah. No fries, of course. Anything yeah. that's in the deep fryer. Often they'll offer, oh, do you want a salad instead? I'm like, nah. Like yeah. I don't really fuck with leaves very often. <laughs> <laughs> Homie, don't play that. Homie, don't eat leaves. Homie, don't play leaves. <laughs> but if you if you do play leaves and you like salad and stuff, that's fine. The only real problem is the, the dressing. The dressing. Yeah. So if you can get like an oil and vinegar or something, that's ideal. And even like good luck knowing for sure if that's actually olive oil yeah. or if it's been adulterated with soybean oil. It probably has, to be honest. Yeah. So that's it's the dressing that's the problem there. I will say I did have a salad at a burger joint in Victoria recently Yeah, that I don't think it had any dressing on it. It was just a little bit of greens, but then it was like goat cheese and pecans and strawberries. And it was actually really delicious. That was a weird, mm -hmm. but like very tasty combo. Yeah. One of the <coughs> salads I really like that we, I only ever get like once or twice a year, usually when we go to this one restaurant in Maui, cause they do it the best, but it's like a caprice salad where it's just like bufala mozzarella cheese and sliced tomatoes and they put like olive oil and balsamic stuff on there and that's super delicious yeah something like that is yeah pretty and good. That's no leaves no well, <laughs> there's, there's basil there's I guess. garnish there's a little, <laughs> little green garnish that's about it yeah and then fast food okay yeah. so like your quick meal it's barely even a sit-down restaurant making the best of it there yeah you're on the road you're driving or ah, i need some food we're actually just talking about this at the gym today. Like a burger mm -hmm. is not the worst thing in the world. Like even with the bun. Even if you ate the bun. Yeah. Try to get double patty, double or even some of them that are little get like triple patty. So again, you're always looking for the protein. Where can I get enough protein to make me feel full? Yeah. If you eat a big bun and one little skinny sad patty, you're going to feel hungry. But if you can eat, if you're going to eat the bun anyway, but you eat three patties, at least you're not going to feel hungry in an hour. Yeah. That's why I'll always go to a place like and w or wendy's it's like you can see the meat it's yeah. like big slices of meat in there you can do a double or even a triple atlas the other day asked if he could get a triple i was like oh <laughs> that's my boy <laughs> but if you go to a place like mcdonald's and get a big mac it's like these two teeny Bad. skinny little like patties and then they throw extra bread in there you know yeah you're gonna be way more satiated if you get a big like greasy burger yeah a and w actually uses grass-fed beef yeah so it's not the worst 
I think the bun is usually like 30, maybe 40 grams of carbs for a bigger one. So again, yeah. it's like not the end of the world. Yeah. You it, could go without a bun or half a bun if you really wanted to, but yeah, even if you do end up with the bun, it's not, it's not, it's not the end of the not world. The worst. So yeah, you're trying to get a burger, extra meat, but no fries, Yeah, no sugary stuff, no sodas, no milkshakes, no frosties, like all that yeah. kind of stuff that all the delicious tea, <laughs> all the delicious <laughs> treats. But instead of having one little burger and a big fries, you can have a big burger and no yeah. fries, right? So it's still yeah. satisfying. Make it two burgers if you need to, like yeah. focus on the protein part of the meal. The other one I like for quick meals is like any of those taco burrito places like chipotle, chipotle or, or quesada Mucho or burrito, Mucho burrito. Or yeah so get a bowl burrito bowl i usually do a little bit of rice and then double meat because again looking for the protein so yeah. usually i try to go beef sometimes beef and chicken anything you do have to be a little bit cautious with pulled pork or mm-hmm. things that look like they're in a really sugary sauce yeah if it's so delicious, you probably know there's a trap. Why is it so tasty? But anything that looks, it's more like roasted or steak bites or things like that that doesn't look like it's in a big sugary sauce is probably your best bet. Yeah. And then, so always looking for the protein, then trying to add some fat. Yep. Some cheese, some sour cream, some guacamole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love, again, Taco Bowl. Yeah. We're big <laughs> Mexican food people. I could eat Mexican food every day. I love yeah. what they got going on. I know. It's so good. It's funny that it's like, there's really only six ingredients, but they just do so much great stuff with it. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So we got a plan for a decent restaurant, a pub food kind of place, some fast food places, something quick. Yeah. And then like worst case scenario, you're at a gas station Mm -hmm. and you're like, I have to eat something. Yeah. I'm in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) There's no restaurant. It's late at night. So nothing's open. No grocery store. No even fast food. You don't want to fast or something. For some reason, you're not fasting. You're like, okay, I need to eat something. Yeah. What are we going to get at a grocery store? What's your favorite? My go-to is, and I do this fairly frequently whenever we drive up to Las Sioux or anything, I'll stop at the gas station and I'll get the little like two-pack beef and cheddar thing where it's, or a pep and cheddar thing where it's like a, pe- a stick of pepperoni and a stick of cheese. And I'll yeah. have one or two of those. You can eat it with, you know, eating the package with one your hands hand, while you're driving. Good yeah. to go. Yeah. Pep and sheds. It's super easy. It's super convenient. Yeah. It's processed meat. It's not like the best, but it's better than a chocolate bar. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, there's some protein in there. There's some fat in there. There's not a lot of like carbohydrates. It's just, you know, it's going to feel, fill me up. Yeah. So it's the worst choice except for all the others. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs> Often, actually, at gas stations, you can find hard-boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. The little two-pack. Yeah. Uh, the plain ones are fine. I love the dill ones. Yeah. Actually. The, I can, think it's Burnbray Farms makes dill like hard-boiled eggs. The co-op gas stations especially often mm-hmm. have that kind of stuff. But yeah, the dill ones are super tasty. I love them. Yeah. So then, again, each egg is like seven grams of protein. So mm-hmm. a little pack of two, you're at 14 or 15. Two packs of those, maybe eat four eggs. Yeah, that's a... You know, if yeah. we're always looking for our baseline is about 30 grams of protein per meal. Yeah. If you're going to eat anything, make sure it has 30 grams of protein. A few hard-boiled eggs, that'll do it. Or some gas stations will have the, like, big jar of pickled eggs from the, the 1950s, <laughs> you know? It's been that same brine solution they've been using for the last 50 years. Get some of those in yeah. <laughs> Survey, would you eat those out of the 1950s brine? <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll try one. Be like, I'm going I'm to see what this is all about. How old are these eggs? <laughs> What's the TV show? Okay, there's definitely a Simpsons episode about something with the, the pickled eggs. It's at eggs. Moe's. They sell pickled eggs at Moe's, I and think. And then Shameless. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. The dad, when he's drunk, he would always come in and eat a <laughs> pickled egg. Dinner. That was his dinner. <laughs> yeah. Electrolytes, I guess, yeah. if you're drinking. Totally. 
sometimes some nuts, but God, it's a hard oh, man. game to find ones that don't have seed oils on them. It's You're so like, annoying. Yeah. It's like whenever it says roasted, that's what it means. They like covered in oil and they cashews and safflower oil, yeah. peanuts and sunflower oil. You're like, fuck. Yeah. Just nuts, man. It's fine. Sometimes like, you can find almonds. Yeah. That don't, that aren't roasted with other fats or whatever. That's yeah. the worst. Every so often I drive back from a seminar late on a Sunday night and I'm like trying to keep myself awake. And one of the things is if I'm sort of like mm-hmm. slow, constant snacking, moving, chewing, keeping my eyes open, yeah. that helps. And then I usually can find popcorn that's popped in coconut oil. Yeah. The co-op has a brand. Lots of grocery stores have one. There's a couple. One's called Lesser Evil. There's one in Alberta that's called like Prairie Pop or something. <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> it sounds about something like that. It's in Alberta. So if I'm like leaving Red Deer and driving to Saskatoon, that's often the one I'm doing late on Sunday nights. Yeah. A, a bag of popcorn with coconut oil and salt on it. Yeah. It's usually my go-to. And actually of all the like carby snacks, popcorn's the least terrible. You can yeah. eat a lot of popcorn, like a large volume of a decent sized looking bowl for not a ridiculous amount of carbohydrate. Unless you're getting the like caramel corn or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> if it's doused in sugar, then it's worse. But <laughs> just regular popcorn of all the, if you like a, you know, crunchy, salty snack, it's like probably the least terrible. Yeah. And it's definitely like, there's no protein. It's not going to fill you up. No. But if you need something snacky or you just want to enjoy a treat or something like that, then that's probably one of your best options. Yeah. That's the like, that sort of middle of the road where we're not saying we're killing it with our nutrition that day, but it's better than lots mm-hmm. of other choices for say like Super Bowl Sunday or yeah. things where you're, you know, you're going to have something that's outside your normal routine, but you're also trying to like make it not the worst. Yeah. Minimize the damage. Yeah. I guess you could say. And then finally it, the last thing we could probably touch on is just beverages. Oh, yeah. Just don't drink your your calories, you <laughs> yeah. know, like yeah. water. We all need water. Be a grown-up. Black water. coffee. Yep. Tea. Soda water, right? We always will get the kids a bit one of those, like, giant bubbly things that mm-hmm. they really enjoy. Yeah, I love, we call them fizzy waters. Fizzy waters. Fizzy yep. waters. I am drinking calories currently. I always, mm, so I always specify, because people say, don't drink your calories. <laughs> Don't drink liquid sugar. Yeah, that's probably better. Don't drink liquid sugar. Because my coffee, I put butter and MCT oil and the Brio collagen in it is like 350 calories. Yeah. So it's no. You are drinking calories right now. I am now. drinking calories. It's kind of like a milkshake, but without the sugar. It's like just fat part <laughs> and protein instead of sugar, I guess. Yeah, what, it's like a, you know, mocha, but I guess not chocolatey. Yeah. It's a coffee. Like a latte. Like a latte. It is a little like bit. A fatty. Because the butter's close to having latte. cream in it, right? Yeah. You just also... I add two tablespoons of MCT oil, which if you're going to do that, don't start with two tablespoons of MCT oil. That'll go right through you. (laughs) You You'll learn that lesson the hard way. Don't do that. You got to. You got to titrate up. Yeah. If you're not used to eating or drinking a lot of fat, you have to allow your digestive system time to adapt in your digestive enzymes and your gut bacteria and all that kind of stuff so that you can digest it properly yeah i don't do bulletproof every day if it's like a travel day or something i will for sure because it'll help like it'll make it so i need less food throughout the day yeah but i find for me i prefer to actually eat my food and so if i have my bulletproof in the morning that's like taking away from like food i can have later so i would just rather eat more later but definitely on the travel day or a day where i want to try to like increase a fast duration or something I'll, Mm -hmm. i'll do a bulletproof yeah, it's, it's like a fat fast, they'll call it. So it's yeah. like a form of low insulin fasting. But when you're not actually trying to burn your own body fat because you're at your body weight, you're not trying to lose weight. Yeah. So you can, it's the equivalent of burning basically animal fat, but it's coming from the outside instead of the inside. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I do Bulletproof pretty much every day. Yeah, you do. At home, 
You at don't even, work. You don't even like coffee without Bulletproof. Like you No, I've, I've never in my life drank a cup of black coffee yeah. or coffee at all. I, I started drinking coffee when I started experimenting with Bulletproof. It's the only way I've ever done it. Yeah. And that was after Dash was born. So I was like 33 before I started drinking coffee at all. Mm-hmm. And I guess now I'm hooked on it. But one cup a day and I blend my stuff into it and yep. that's it. So when you're on the road, the goal Find protein, yes. animal protein, yes. <laughs> as best you can. Avoid seed oils as best you can. Yeah. If you know you cannot avoid seed oils, try to eat some fish. Try to find a piece of salmon or something like that. <laughs> try to find, find, find a random find piece of salmon out there somewhere. Let's go find a stream and like a bear, <laughs> just grab it. It's like fresh sushi. You could do that. You could yeah. actually do that. Actually, I mean, we didn't talk about a sushi restaurant. Yeah. But I mean, I love sushi rolls and stuff. The rice obviously is carby. What makes it sticky rice is there's sugar in it. Yeah. Mm. If you can do sashimi, like that's perfect, you know? That's... So yeah, even if I'm going to have a few rolls, I do, I've really been into like salmon sashimi lately. Like it's so buttery and just yeah. like melts in your mouth. It's called toro salmon. Toro salmon, yeah. It's like the fattier type of salmon. It's super, so it's like a little, little fish butter thing in there. So then again, increasing the omega-3s because you're probably in contact with some seed oils somewhere and something that came out of a sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher protein. So you're eating more of the protein salmon, less of the starchy, sugary rice. Yeah. But then still have a few bites of rolls. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. I, I suppose another lesson in there is like, don't stress too much. Yeah. Don't get yourself all spun up. I can't leave my house and I can't go anywhere and I don't know what to eat and I'm yeah. going to eat a seed oil. Ah, it's like, you know, everything is fine in small, mm-hmm. smallish amounts. You're just trying to do the best you can. Minimize the damage. Generally what I'll do is if I know we have a, you know, two or three week holiday coming up, I'll sort of like do really well leading up to it to like prime the system, you know, I'll be like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to clean up my room here, like before the trip. And then often on the travel day, I'll be a little bit more relaxed about everything just because I'm like, well, you know, there's only so much available if we weren't able to bring stuff with us or whatever. It's okay. My travel day is going to be a bit of a wash, but I'm not going to let it get out of hand. Mm -hmm. And then if I want to enjoy the trip, I want to have some times where I go out and I you know, have some wine or I like have an appetizer that I really enjoy and stuff. It's like, you don't have to like all or nothing, right? You can be like, okay, one day a week, I'm going to like just enjoy a good restaurant and I'm going to treat myself and I'm on holidays. I'm going to have some fun and Mm -hmm. do what I got to do. It's only when you're like, well, I'm on holidays. So for the next two weeks, I'm just going to go like (laughs) bananas. That's when you like gain that like 10 or 15 pounds and you get home and you're like, ah, crap, that's that's not good. Yeah, well, we call that borrowing fun from the future. Exactly. Well, you can do that, but then when you get home, you have some unfun times yeah. to just balance it out. You know? So generally, if I ha- if I do have one of those fun days, the next day I'll try to do like an extended fast. You know, like I, I maybe won't eat until three or four or five in the evening instead of having my first meal at noon or so, like I usually do. You know, you just kind of like take and give, take and give, and mm-hmm. just try to make the best of it so that it's not like all out. Yeah talking to someone in the gym the other day that just came back from, I think it was a week, all inclusive. And they were like, I gained a pound a day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, got a little work ahead of you for a few weeks to undo that, but I hope you enjoyed yourself. That's and why a seven, Once a year, maybe. That's why a seven day all inclusive is way better than a 14 day all inclusive. You can't do that for 14 oh, days. Man. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Out of control. Out of control. So do the best you can. Yeah. And trust me, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the road. What did I do the math? I was away from home, sleeping not in my own bed, 105 nights in 2022. So that's 30% of the year I was away from yeah, home. That's a lot. 
Yeah, I will say I did a reasonably successful job of keeping it together. You didn't gain a pound a day on those days? I did not gain, I gained zero pounds. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I'm always the same. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because I know the basic strategies of, of how to do it and just keep it roughly on track. Yep. Yeah. Follow the protein. Yeah. Find the protein, minimize the processed food. Yep. Skip the sugary everything and yeah, do your best. Cool. All right. Good luck, guys. See you guys. See ya.